Hi, this is Michael Pulse with your personal upgrade guide. Everybody knows about self-help, but not everybody changes. There's three main reasons why people fail. The first one is that the tools or strategies are just ineffective and they're just unable to follow through. Secondly, working through your past is great, but today there is a need to show people not just you, but the very best version of you. And finally, simply building techniques onto an unstable foundation just spells disaster. So after working with tens of thousands of people face-to-face and way more online, spending decades researching this, reading over a thousand books, literally studying all the courses, degrees, but most importantly, changing myself along with others with this system approach, I designed this system that works with the brain that allows add-ons. So that means that you can come from another background, say you have knowledge in CBT. You can slot it straight into the system and this generates both short-term and long-term benefits. And that's why I've been referred to as the last stop in self-help. As I said before, often when people build onto a dodgy foundation, it's just not gonna work. So the first step is always making sure that your foundation is solid first and foremost. Secondly, you synergize the first step of having that solid foundation with becoming the best you with proven strategies. And a quick tip, a lot of the self-help stuff out there is just to sell books. Most of it doesn't really work. And finally, by making it accessible to the human, by being virtually the only system that is designed to accommodate the brain's neuroprocessor perfectly and work practically in day-to-day society. So if you've tried all those personal growth techniques out there, read the books, went to the seminars, and you're still feeling frustrated, or if you want to improve any area of your personal or professional life, then stick around. This podcast is made for you. Part of making this system entirely accessible to all humans is taking into account how the human mind works. And the next thing I say may be offensive to those type A's or those really driven people, but the fact remains that we are all incredibly lazy. In other words, we all follow the path of least resistance. And I can hear you already saying that, wait, I am type A, I am driven. This does not apply to me. I definitely don't follow the path of least resistance. It's way easier to sleep in than to lift the weights in the morning or whatever you do with your life. And I'll address that head on in a moment. But before I do, I want to ask you something. When you do that, are you utilizing all your discipline and all your willpower in that moment every single day? The fact is that while discipline is amazing, willpower is amazing, it's simply a finite resource. We don't have an unlimited quantity of it. So therefore, we have to be very careful with where we choose to allocate our discipline and our willpower. And the best way that I would suggest that you allocate the discipline and willpower is in very short bursts, because like I said, it runs out really quickly. And Matt Damon put it really well when he gave that speech in, I think it was, we bought a zoo. And he said that all you need is 20 seconds of courage. And that's pretty much all you need. You need that self-discipline, you need that willpower in order to move you forward so you can start the activity. 
But back to the original objection. How can you possibly call someone who is absolutely motivated, gets up every morning, works hard, has an amazing work-life balance, does all the right things, how can you call that go-getter lazy? Well, the secret is this. All of these people choose the path of least resistance, and they do this in one of two ways. The first way is by changing your environment. And basically that means by subtracting the things in your environment that are going to distract you, that's going to make it easy to fail. In a negative sense, this means subtracting the offending agent that is causing you problems. This could be the alcoholic who refuses to have any alcohol in their home, the mobile phone internet addict who refuses to have their phone in their bedroom at night time, or it could be what you're probably doing right now. Chances are you aren't associating with extreme criminal elements, with extremely negative people that are going to bring you down, and subsequently here you are listening to a podcast on personal growth and probably kicking goals in your own personal life. But not only that, there's a positive aspect to all of this as well. You can surround yourself with positive things in your environment. Just think about the school kids, those basketball-crazed teenagers who are really good at it. You go into their bedroom and guaranteed there'll be pictures of their favorite basketballers on the walls everywhere. Or for me, when I go to a fight gym, you go in, you start training, and you look around and all over the walls, you've got posters of these champions or you'll have medals and championship trophies all over the walls. And it's no wonder that this is so important because success breeds success. And then to top it all off, if you surround yourself with those people who are positive and there for your goals and inspiration, it's kind of no wonder why we start to call these sort of people, you and me, lazy. Because it's incredibly hard not to succeed when everything in your environment is telling you to do so. So if you're listening to this and you're like, wow, I just don't have my environment set out, and it could be a little thing. It could be, are you sleeping with your mobile phone right next to you and you're checking it all the time? Are you on the verge of giving up workouts? And then while you're thinking about it, noticing that the gym that you go to is just so far away. Whichever part speaks to your life, implement some change right now, some decision that you'll make today that you're going to alter your environment in a positive way and remove the negative aspects. Just choose one thing. And once you've done it, carry it out and see from your position right now how that could change everything in your future. But that's not all. Like I said before, this is called personal upgrade. And we're always looking to upgrade things that one step further. So once you've got your environment handled, it's time to take the second step. Now, this one is the secret sauce that makes it all work. And that is by putting your goals in front of the path of least resistance. Putting your goals in front of you in the path of least resistance. Now, there are two categories of people that I'm speaking to right now. Those in the first category are those who are already hitting home runs everywhere and they're just looking for that edge. And if that's you, you're getting up early, you're going for your run, you're doing whatever it takes to get ahead. Now, when you get up and go for that run, it's not the first time you've done it. You've built up to it. You've realized that, hey, every time I get up in the morning and I go for this run, I feel amazing afterwards. In fact, after doing it for so long, if I don't get up and do it, I kind of feel guilty about it. Not to mention the health benefits, not to mention the physical appearance and all the other things that go along with it. 
Now stop and tell me something. Is the person who gets up really early, does their exercise, are they following the path of least resistance? I would submit to you that they are because if they don't go for that run, they have all of those negative consequences. By going for the run, they have the positive ones. And all of that short-term pain and discomfort, they've been able to turn into something else. Now to the other category, to the person who's not quite there yet, the person who hasn't really put their foot on the gas, who's just considering in the contemplation, the pre-contemplative phase, wherever you may be, this part is for you. So the very first thing you must do is decide what is in your path of resistance and what is your path of least resistance. From this perspective, people usually come up with one of two responses. Either in their path of least resistance, they have easy things like watching TV, binge eating, all of that relaxing but not necessarily productive stuff. Then there is the rarer group. Their path of least resistance is looking at their life, realizing how they really need to change something and finding that if they continue doing whatever they've been doing, such as sitting on their couch, binge eating, watching too much TV, that person is so disgusted with it that the path of least resistance becomes something that is productive, that going to do exercise will actually be less of a burden than sitting on that couch for one more minute. Now, if you're in the second category, you're halfway there and you just have to focus on the first part of the episode. But if you're in the first category, then we have to get you over the line. And the fact is that even the go-getters, we all have these blind spots, these weak areas where we're not aware of. People can sometimes have an amazing life at work, amazing family life, do amazing with their sports, whatever it is, but they just have one little blind spot that really holds them back. It could be that on the outside everything looks great, but internally they feel crap. It could be that they've got all the areas of their life handled, but they don't actually have any friends. So this part will probably speak to this population as well. So what is the secret to making the path of least resistance something that's actually a positive path where all of your goals and dreams are? For this, there are three aspects. The first one is the pain and pleasure principle. Effectively, it's just getting that behavior that you really know you should change and associating all the pain in the world to it, realizing that every time that you sit on the couch, that you're binge watching TV and not doing anything else, then that's going to cost you in terms of your relationships, in terms of your physical health, in terms of accomplishing all these goals, feel the guilt set in, you get the idea. The reason I brush over this is because I've done over 100 episodes in the past which cover a lot of these strategies in order to overcome negative behavior. And the pleasure principle is simply the opposite. It's finding the thing that you find hard but you know is good for you. Exercise, study, work, working on your goals, whatever it is, really channeling all of your energy into finding the most pleasure that could come from this, realizing how great your future would be, looking at it in terms of potentiality, how your life would change, looking at yourself today and realizing that you are where you are now because of yesterday. And sure, there might be some negative parts, but you've probably done a lot of things in your past that have got you here. If you're working in a job, chances are you studied or worked hard to get that position, and now you just take it for granted. Realizing that the decisions you make now will have massive implications for your future, and then focusing on all the good stuff that comes from it, 
will be bound to put you in a better place and to finally achieve that goal of putting all of the good things and all your goals in front of the path of least resistance. And the second aspect would be best demonstrated by a case study. I knew this guy and he knew that he should be working out rather than sitting down, watching TV, doing all the stuff that's non-productive. And so he said, fine, I'm going to start running. And he went out there and he pushed himself. He started to run and he did that day after day after day. But after a month or two, he just gave it up. He stopped it. And I asked him, why? What's going on? And it turns out that he actually hated running. He wanted to be fit, but he just couldn't stand the process. He never actually grew to like it. His fitness got better. He became better at running, but he never liked the process. And so by looking at his goals and realizing that he didn't want to be a better runner, he wanted to be fitter, we just adjusted the workout exercises. And then before you know it, he's actually doing sensationally and is incredibly happy at the same time. So the key takeaway from this case study is simply you have to have the flexibility to look at what you want and change it. And an even better step beforehand is to define what you actually want, what your outcome is, because otherwise you could go in guns blazing, doing really well, but find that you're chasing the dream that you don't actually want. So that's pain and pleasure, flexibility, and the last step we've already covered. You just have to listen to Uncle Matt Damon who tells us that we need 20 seconds of courage. So have that pain and pleasure principle ready. Have the flexibility set up. Put in front of you the path of least resistance. And when it gets hard, just use that 20 seconds of determination, drive, courage, whatever it is, the willpower and discipline that you need to kick things off. Getting out of bed early and driving to the gym straight away, using that 20 seconds to get ready and get in the car. And then you're halfway there, getting in front of the piano and making sure that you sit down undistracted while no one is around. Those short-term blasts are the practical application of effective discipline and willpower. And rest assured, when you start to see results, when it becomes automated, when it becomes habitual and life becomes on the better trajectory, you notice that you need less and less of that discipline and willpower because on your path of least resistance, you can see all of your goals line up to your dreams, which lines up to your future, and there lies unlimited potential. So before you go onto another podcast, before you go to work, before you do whatever you're about to do, I want you to think of something in your environment you have to change and to put your goals in the path of least resistance. So I hope this has been helpful. Unfortunately, I do not offer one-to-one sessions anymore because of time commitments. But I do have my work, Personal Upgrade, which is a book at Amazon Store, if you'd like further information. And for those who already have the book that are asking for more material, I am in the process of putting together a course that I'll make available to you as soon as it's released. In the meantime, I hope this has been useful and I'll see you on the next episode.